everyone, and welcome to The Like-Minded. I'm your host, Cami Pons, and today's episode is a little bit different. It's the final episode of what I'm considering season one. So essentially the first 25 recordings of the podcast. I'm going to take some time after this one, and we'll be back with a season two, so you're not done with me yet. Um, And I'm planning on, you know, having season two be filled with more guests, more unique point of views, and of course, lots of great conversations. So for the final episode of season one, I was really going back and forth on which topic to choose. A bit of pressure, not actual pressure, just putting it on myself, um, to end us off on a strong and positive note. So I decided on an oldie but a goodie, a topic that I'm sure is sprinkled throughout many of my previous episodes, but is so relevant for me right now that I wanted to discuss. So without further ado, we are talking about being realistic when it comes to our expectations of ourselves. And this, for many of my fellow perfectionists, is incredibly challenging because part of striving for perfection is having a perfect track record. I said I'm going to eat healthy. I will not eat dessert for six months. Or this is a huge one that I do. I don't know if anyone else can relate, but I said I'd clean up the apartment today. I will not stop until every corner is dusted, every item is organized, every dish is cleaned, you know, whether that takes me four or six hours. All this to say, there is very little middle ground or balance. It's very much all or nothing. And then when we don't meet the all, because let's be real, who can always meet the all, then we give up and we choose the nothing. For example, for the cleaning situation I shared, like what if I just did a quick and simple clean every day for 10 to 15 minutes? That way nothing piles up majorly and also it's not realistic that I'm going to be able to carve out six hours every couple of days to clean my apartment. But instead doing 10 to 15 every day, you know, I'll be able to take care of the mess slowly throughout the week so I don't even have to carve out six hours to clean. Uh, I actually, it's like super timely, but I read a quote today on Instagram this morning that said, what I do every day matters more than what I do once in a while. Essentially, what realistic routines and habits I've set for myself that are actually attainable and I regularly implement have way more of an impact on me and my well-being than these pipe dreams I create in my head do religiously for maybe one week, then give up on altogether. I call them yo-yo habits, like how there's yo-yo dieting. It's the same idea, essentially a cycle of short-term changes. And within the cycle of yo-yo habiting, there is so much negative self-talk, so much self-blame and shame. Why didn't you stick to it? Why can't I ever stick to anything? What a failure, etc., etc., etc. When in reality, it's like, is it your fault for not sticking to ridiculously high standards or is the issue further back with what we expect of ourselves, expecting rapid change and perfection 
And so many times I expect to like wake up one day and no longer crave sugar or fatty foods because the day before I just randomly decided out of the blue that I'm eating healthy, you know, ultra healthy all of a sudden. But it's like no one seemed to keep my cravings in the loop like they didn't get the message. It's not like I just wake up one day and, oh, okay, because I decided I'm eating healthy, you know, I no longer want this food or I no longer crave that. And I think a part of this and what I really want to mention within this conversation is it's all about being kind and gentle and understanding that change does not happen one day to the next. It's really about the long game. What are we expecting to do and how are we expecting to feel over the course of weeks and months and maybe even years? For example, a huge goal of mine recently was to feel more energized, physically energized within my life. I wanted to wake up and feel rested, you know, not hit the 3 p.m. slump and feel the need to chug a glass of coffee to muster through the rest of my day. So I started implementing small little changes and a big one was going to bed at 10.30 with no screens an hour before to not throw off my circadian cycle. But on Saturdays, I go out with my friends and I do not go to bed at 10.30. But the next night, I will go to bed at 10.30 and then the following as well. And just because I missed, you know, that one Saturday night does not mean I throw the whole plan away, though a previous version of myself would have. And now it's been, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half. And I can genuinely say I feel more energized and well-rested because I've actually stuck to my plan. And there have been some nights that I've missed my goal. I was out or I had people over. I was, you know, living my life. But over the course of 40-ish days, I'd say 35 of those, I've been consistent. So now I focus on reframing my perspective to be a celebration of my consistency. And I can see the results firsthand because of that consistency versus digging in on myself and being disappointed because I missed those five or six days. And I think what helps with this is also clearly defining my goal. My goal isn't to go to bed at 1030 every night. My goal is to feel more rested, more energized. So understanding that by missing one night, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm throwing away my entire goal because in reality, it's more nebulous and open-ended than that. Another thing I want to talk about is wellness TikTok, wellness Instagram, whatever social media platform you may use and how it's so easy to be tricked with all of these day in my life videos of the influencer waking up at 6 a.m., drinking bone broth, eating these delicious and somehow always prepared healthy meals and doing two workouts a day. But it's like, come on, I don't believe for a second that these are actually real. Like there is no way that these people have no off days. I don't believe that they don't, you know, just have a day where they're rotting in bed or watching TV on the couch, getting no steps in, you know, ordering a greasy burger because they're simply in the mood for it. And I think... It's so easy to compare ourselves to these influencers and be like, well, if they're doing it, then I should also be able to muster up the commitment to be perfect every single day. But in reality, it's just, it's fake news. So it's about taking that energy that's put into comparing, you know, ourselves to other people, the energy that it takes to blame and to shame and really reframing and refocusing on what habits are you doing most days? 
Are they good? Are they bad? And by that, I mean, do they make you feel energized? Do they make you feel excited about your life? Or do they drain you? Do they make you feel tired, maybe stuck, stagnant? Also, what goals do you have for how you want to feel and how you want to show up within your life? And then how can you then translate those goals into more actionable steps within your week? You might not be able to wake up every day at 6 a.m. and go to Pilates, though personally I would never want to wake up at 6 a.m. and go to any workout class, but maybe you can start with two times a week and then you work your way up to four times a week within the next six months. Or what if it's even starting more simple than that? Let's say a goal is you want to work out more, you want to, you know, feel more confident and comfortable within your body. So you start with a 20 or 30 minute walk around the neighborhood every other day. And then you work your way up to going to a workout class at an actual gym or a fitness studio. It's about, you know, thinking small but impactful. And it's also about not rushing anything because in my experience, rushing ends up with me giving up. So let's take it slow because when it comes to building, you know, these lifestyle habits and routines, it takes time to build them. We have to figure out what works with our schedules. You know, what time do we have to wake up for work or other responsibilities within our lives? Like I mentioned before, it's about the long game. It's about building in, you know, routines and habits that fit into our day to day. So it's realistic that we stick to them. And it's also about truly believing that we are worth moving slow for and implementing these changes. We are better than quick fixes We deserve to be real and honest with ourselves and set ourselves up for success. And one last note, because this is something that I tell myself often, is if you're trying to be healthy or focus on wellness, whatever that may mean for you, because of some influencer or because maybe what a friend is doing or a post that you saw, just take a second and rethink because you have to change your life for you right? It's about um, maybe you want to feel your best and be your best and show up in your life as the happiest and freest and most radiant version of yourself. That's what's the motivator. Not because other people are doing it or because it seems like the cool or trendy thing to do or because your friends are doing it. It's about you, right? I think I said this in my past episode, but 2024 is about you. And of course, good luck. That's kind of how I want to end this. Um, I hope all of your goals come to fruition, though I know with time they will, because we're all beyond capable of creating real meaningful change within our lives. Now get out there and make it happen. And thank you all for tuning in to season one. This has honestly been so much fun. Like it's such a fun little side hobby that I do that it brings me so much joy and excitement to write out the episodes you know these are topics I'm like genuinely super interested in so I don't even see it as like oh so much time to you know sketch out what I want to talk about and record and edit like I enjoy it it's fun for me Um, and I can't wait to be back for season two after taking some time to rest, I'm also going to reach out to some cool guests, schedule some amazing people to join. I'm excited. I hope you are too. 
And please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and also share with anyone that you think will also resonate and enjoy my content. I appreciate you all. I'll see you back at season two. Bye for now.